0: Cheese and pickle. Hello, hello, and welcome to Nicholas Craig's Podcom, episode the third. And, um, look... Um, okay I'd like to start by talking to you a little about acting, the art of acting, or the craft of acting, if you so wish. Don't let's start tearing each other to pieces over that one before we've even begun. Why do actors act? Why do we need them to act? Do they, in fact, act at all, or just stand around in nice costumes and shout a lot in the evenings? Why are we here doing this? What is our purpose? Is it because we've had enough of George Clark's remarkable renovations on Channel 4 and there wasn't much else on? Or is there a deeper reason? Are we, in fact, drawn here to this process, this podular communication, this journey if you like, very much as the people of 5th century BC Athens were drawn to the theatre of Dionysus to witness the very birth pangs of European drama. And is this The celebrity podcast, in fact, the birthing room of mankind's most primal impulse, the urge to be the absolute centre of attention for an entire evening, or in this case, 20 odd minutes on your phone. In this week's pod, I will try to find the answers to these questions and others, and get to the bottom of what we mean when we say, I'm an actor. I will I will mention other people, but, but it'll be mostly, as I say, me. Of course As a classically trained actor, I am appalled by the recent cult of celebrity, the way the media endlessly regurgitate the half-baked, ecologically correct views of assorted influencers, love islanders, and anyone who's been in a soap for five minutes. It makes me vomit all over my shoes, to be frank. I was on the question time panel with Amanda Holden and lovely Dan Dyer the other night, and we all agreed it had got completely out of hand. Nevertheless, it is immensely exciting to be doing what is, after all, my spiritual calling. Not this pod recording of whatever happens to come into my head this week, per se, but giving a performance. Acting. Other being. The charged atmosphere. The fizz and crackle and volatile promise that can only take place when an actor is on heat. Theatre, if you like. I mean, here I am incomprehensible software, helpfully installed by my pest control operative Zolt, a small microphone and a pair of tracky bottoms. But in performance terms, we are sitting on a volcano. Anything could happen. I could tell you a hilarious theatrical anecdote, I could read you one of my cat poems, create a haiku, or we might find we're completely wasting our time. It's a live performance Chernobyl. It's a bit like a first night, except of course that on this occasion we don't appear to be having a party afterwards. Quite why the production company felt that a launch party would be unnecessary, I wouldn't know, because I'm only the actor. It's not that Difficult to organise, actually. I even rung them and said, you know, I'll do the food if you do the wine. But but there we are. So, you know, they, they clearly felt that there would be no need for any sort of good luck card, or even so much as a posy of flowers, or a small glass of muscadet. Unless, of course, the reason is simply that they have no manners. Stop it, Craig. Slapped wrists, evil man. Oh, not again. Damn Damn it! Will the interruptions never cease? Uh, I'm so sorry. I, I'm going to have to answer that. Oh no, that's next door. Next door, thirty-one A. This is thirty-one B. No, no, you can't leave it with me. Anne Marie something. I don't know who they are, but but they seem to order an awful lot of home appliances. I detest being 31B. B, as if my home is on some supporting cast B list. I have tried to have it changed officially to Les Chambres Vertes or something, but they said I could only change it to a name that was something to do with the building's original use. But I just didn't want my address to be The Rubber Factory. So... So apologies for all that. Ever podwards. So how far had we got? Ancient Athens, crack and fizzle, live performance, inverted commas, acting, other being. Okay. Okay. Other being. Other being. You may be wondering, what is this other being to which Craig refers? Okay. Other being. Other being. Well, my great mate Bill Wackerbath tells a wonderful story, against himself, about the essence of inverted commas, acting. Bill and Harriet Rackstraw had taken a punt out on the river at Stratford one afternoon when there was no matinee, when a boatload of noisy school children passed by. Now, Bill, being Bill, playfully prodded their boat with his punting pole and called out, in, in those wonderfully idiosyncratic tones of his, uh, sort of pudsy with a hint of Webber Douglas, "'Ye play cupball with your lives, ye rascals, for I am Duke Aldonzo!' <laughs> Actually, it's a, a very clever quote." Horror of horrors! The boat carrying the children was overturned, and all of the children, none of whom was wearing a life-jacket, were thrown into the water. In an instant, Bill stripped his shirt off, leapt to the stern of the punt, waving his arms round, ready to dive in and save as many drowning infants as he possibly could. "'Don't, Bill!' yelled a distraught Harriet. "'You can't swim!' "'I know I can't!' said Bill." But I feel as though I can. Yes. Bill there, showing that even though there was no matinee that afternoon, he felt he had to give a performance, had to act, had to other be. And he read a super piece of Strindberg at the Children's Memorial. It was very moving. But it's not just in a tragedy like this that acting skills are required. You see, the first thing to be absolutely clear about, as far as comedy is concerned, is that it is a desperately serious business. Serious and tough. You only have to watch master comedians like Benedict Cumberbatch and Patrick Stewart at work to realise there is nothing remotely amusing about it. And if comedy is serious, then farce is an absolutely tragic form. You see, to be a really successful farce bandit, you need to have the accuracy of a chronometer, the instinct of a lynx, and the stealth of a snow tigress in spring. You need to have spotted boxer shorts, sock suspenders, and that little inner voice which tells you the precise moment to squirt yourself with a soda siphon and run about the stage going... Ooh, it cannot be taught. And the other thing about farce is it is such, such hard work. When I was in Pardon My Privates at the Garrick, I nearly collapsed with exhaustion after every performance. Of course, it was a a very traumatic time for me. I was trying to find a new cat sitter. So, traumatic and exhausting. Because, you see, it doesn't matter. Whether you're doing farce or comedy or proper acting, whether you're in theatre, film, crime reenactments, or dressing up as the honey monster at the Ideal Home exhibition, you will still be bringing the same incendiary toolkit to the forge. Anthony Head, for example, brings as much emotional firepower to a Lloyd's Bank ad as he does to an episode of Midsummer Murders. So, same set of skills, stage, film or television. And on the small screen, of course, everything has to come right down. Voice, gestures, even underpants, if it's one of those searing new women's dramas about millennials taking drugs, being best friends and going to the toilet a lot. Oh, oh God, this is intolerable. Uh. "'Look, I did not order a new standalone hoover, although I was tempted, "'but I don't have anywhere to mount the recharger, "'nor non-stick industrial oven gloves, which did look rather good, actually, "'but I decided against them because of the limited colour choice. "'Look, for the last time, I'm in the middle of a pod, "'and it's all very experimental at this stage, "'and even I don't know how it's going to end up, "'so by all means listen to it.' when it's finished, and tell me what you thought of it, then. But, but, please. Just for, pack, for no, 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 31B. Sorry, 31B. Not package. 31A. Do you understand? Sorry, oh. For a while. Oh, on second thoughts, that does look rather... Yes, yes, I, um, of course, I can put it in my fridge until 31A I get back. Thank you. No, no, I'll, I'll look after that. Hmm. Rather lovely-looking Comte cheese from a local artisan cheesery, and a chilled bottle of something pink. Perhaps Sophia, in the production office of Big Bunch of Tulips, relented, and went for a first-night present after all, but copied the address out wrong. Come to think of it, that A could be a scrawny B. Now, now, where were we? Ancient Athens, other being, acting, acting, acting. Oh, it's a screw top. That's handy. Right. Pod, pod, pod. Hmm. Hmm. It's not bad, really. Hmm. bit teenage, but... And the cheese is rather good. So, so... Mm podcasting just like theatre except instead of hugs and kisses in a dressing room mirror festooned with good luck cards and a dressing table full of furry toys there's an austere microphone and a laptop propped up on books instead of an after-show party with champagne and little boats of picky nibbles there's um what's it called A uh, saint Hmm. never heard of it but it's, it's not bad hmm And instead of milling around and saying marvellous a lot, as in, the play was very dull, but the costumes were marvellous, or as in, never mind what everyone else is saying about you, I think you're marvellous, or Dame Judy was far too old for the part, but she was still marvellous, perhaps in Podland one sits alone, savouring a bottle of pink frisac and a chunk of Conte cheese, contemplating a blank screen. So, though I say so myself, break a leg. Here's to podding... Oh! oh. This is insane! Will they never leave me alone? In- oh, God! It's Anne-Marie from Femmele. <laughs> w- I'm going to have to keep very still and quiet and pretend I'm not in. So... Uh, This has been Nicholas Craig's Podcom. I'm just going to have to switch off now very, very carefully so she doesn't notice any movement. So it's goodbye from me, Nicholas Craig. Until next time, and just turning out the lights now. You have been listening to Nicholas Craig, I, an actor, a podcast by Nigel Planer and Christopher Douglas. The music was City in the Summer by Nigel Planer, arranged by Andrew Holdsworth with Tom Walsh on trumpet. Nicholas Craig was played by Nigel Planer. It was produced by Joel Morris.